everybody, and welcome to this special Thanksgiving episode of the Ripple Effect podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us today, and we hope that you are having a wonderful Thanksgiving week. Uh, we hope that you get the chance to be with family and uh, be surrounded by people that you love. For this uh, Ripple Effect podcast, we're going to do things a little bit differently. It's going to be a little bit shorter, and we're going to get right to the point of Thanksgiving. Just a couple of things that we can be encouraged by and reminded by. I've got three questions that I'm going to ask and we're going to answer together about Thanksgiving. And they might be questions that you would want to ask your family, might be questions that you might want to ask your worker, co-workers or friends uh, to encourage thinking about what does Thanksgiving mean and how can we be uh, filled with Thanksgiving for all that God has done for us. But I'm super excited about this holiday because I don't know if you guys know this. But Thanksgiving is actually like my favorite holiday. Really? If I had to pick between Christmas and Thanksgiving, I would choose Thanksgiving. Hmm. Now ask me why. Why? Why, Daniel? Why is Thanksgiving your favorite holiday? <laughs> There's so much pressure around Christmas uh, to get the gifts ready, to get the decorating ready, to buy the oh, right let's gifts. Let's be honest. You're really about the food. Absolutely. Thanksgiving's 100%. all about food. But it's also all about just being with people yeah. and eating. And there's it feels like a lot less pressure. Now, granted, I'm not the one doing all the cooking. That's what I was going to say. So I'm not, We're not the one like being judged for how food turns out or yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Usually I get to just show up and eat, but uh, it is one of my favorite holidays, and I, I do not enjoy you people out there, and I'm pointing at you, who have already started decorating for Christmas, and you uh, totally negate Thanksgiving, okay? Give it its proper place. Enjoy Thanksgiving, then decorate for Christmas. I feel like some people can have both. And it's not either or, it's both and. Eating their turkey with their family in the light of the Christmas tree. (laughs) Yeah, I could totally do that. Some year, I think I want to have that tree you leave up and you like, you know, put hearts on it for Valentine's Day. Just keep the tree up. But I don't know if Jess will go along with that, Uh, but... But I, I do love decorations. I mean, of course, we went in, have the stage decorated, uh-huh. Carly and all them did that awesome. Fabulous. I can let that slide because I know Christmas the reason why. That's it's right. wintry. That's right. It's wintry. Anyway, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And let me get to the questions here. Here are three questions that are good discussion questions for around Thanksgiving. We'll ask and answer. Number one. What are your some of your what are some of your favorite family traditions during Thanksgiving? How have they changed over the years and are there any traditions you'd like to introduce? Some new traditions that you'd like to introduce? Someone's got to go first. I Brian. was thinking about yeah. I was thinking about Thanksgiving traditions mm-hmm. and we don't really have that many. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I always loved doing was getting a Christmas tree Thanksgiving afternoon, like you would have Thanksgiving, you'd uh, enjoy family time and all that, but then we did Christmas decorating. And sometimes we still do that, uh, but because it was my tradition, now my mom wants the grandkids to help her do that. Yeah. So it becomes more like, let's go help grandma put up her Christmas tree, mm-hmm. but it's still like part of the tradition. Yeah. That's It's not every year, but a lot of years we do that. That's good. That's good. I I think mine is similar because my mother didn't allow us to decorate for Christmas until Thanksgiving was Mm. over. And so it was like... I knew I liked her for some reason. Thanksgiving (laughs) was done. You know, the kitchen Uh was cleaned up. It was like this sign Mm -hmm. that, you know, even if there was a few companies still left in the house, 
you could start hauling those things out. And getting the Christmas tree out. So even even as an adult, I that's. Do you still wait? Um, I sometimes put a few things she like sneaks. my nativities out. She sneaks. I put my nativities out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Yeah, so Thanksgiving meal's over when it's evening. It's time to put on White Christmas mm-hmm. and sing along yep. and start putting up the tree. Okay, Mr. Buble singing. No, 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 Big Crosby. Uh, oh, Mr. Uh, Crosby, yeah. you go back. You go back to, okay, all right, good. the original. <laughs> um, I, for for me, it was, uh, uh, I wrote this question, so I, I should probably have thought about this already. Um <laughs> I just like a, a big meal, and it seemed like every Thanksgiving we always had another family over, <clears throat> and I know you, you had the similar experience. Like it just always felt like we had someone else, and um, so being around family and inviting other family in has always been a, a tradition. Uh, a tradition that I'd like to introduce is a football game. My kids are finally getting old enough, and uh, I can't full-on tackle the boys yet, but it's coming it's soon. Coming. It's coming soon. So hopefully a, a good—my my grandpa used to be the all-time quarterback, and then we would we would play a little football game. And uh, I didn't realize it at the time. I thought he just did it because he was the best—he thought he was the best, you know, thrower. He just didn't want to run. That's what it was. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to run. Wise enough, yeah. <laughs> he was smart enough. Okay, question number two. What uh, In the spirit of gratitude— uh, share something you're thankful for this year. First, individually, what are you thankful for? And then what's, from our unique perspective, what's something you're grateful for about Timberlake Christian Church? Mary, how about you start this one? I I think this year I'm grateful for my health. Mm. Um, you know, this year I have a, a close friend who has cancer. Uh, my brother had um, some heart issues mm. early, and it was just you know, brought back that really I have nothing to complain about (laughs) and I should probably pay a little bit better attention to the fact that I can still get up out of bed and (laughs) do most of the things that I want to do. Yeah, that's good. What about uh, for the church? What are you grateful for about Timberlake Christian Church? Um, I'm so grateful that so many people at Timberlake care about kids. (laughs) We just had the overnighter not too long ago at church. Yeah. And some of our kids that have grown up in church and are now volunteering mm-hmm. um, came and offered their time. Yeah. And there was middle school students and, and new high schoolers that were helping, but also college age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this college age boy that's laying on his belly on the gym floor surrounded by little boys, <laughs> you know, and they're all working on something together. And it was just like, I'm so grateful that there are people who are willing to give of themselves to create safe environments for kids to mm-hmm. come and learn about themselves and about God. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for that. That's really good. Brian, what about you? <clears throat> something to see you're grateful for and then something about Timberlake. Yeah, I was thinking... And I kind of said this in, a, I think, the last sermon that I gave that there's just been a lot of things this year break down or it seems like every week we're dealing with something uh-huh. personally. And so I'm out of that. I'm thankful for God's provision that every one of those things, even though they've been really frustrating in the moment, uh, he's helped us either personally or through other people helping us get through them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they talk about seasons and every year is kind of a different season. And this one's been really weird for us, mm-hmm. but, um, it's taught us a lot of things too. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm thankful for that personally. And as far as the church, uh, the first thing that came to my mind is just people's love for our family. Like I work here and I'm thankful like ministry wise for the people I have to work with and all those things. And I could, I could talk about a lot of those, but more than anything, my kids love to worship here Mm. and serve here. And uh, Dawson yesterday says, uh, Sometimes I call this my second home. And I, I said, so is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so happy. Like some ministry families don't feel that way. Yeah. And I believe that he genuinely loves being here around the staff, around the, and it's because people love on our families. They don't treat them just as like preacher's kids or pastor's kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, they, they love us and support us and can tell when we're, having bad times just like everybody else and and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's really good. I this year I'm I am kind of piggybacking a little bit on that. I'm so grateful for uh, two things, uh, friends uh, within this congregation, friends that will genuinely ask you how you're doing and care. Um, and then my family, particularly my wife, and I don't mean to get all sappy and I'm not you know, <laughs> trying to just get brownie points, but um, but I am I, you know the the amount of uh, the amount of work that moms do on a daily basis is staggering. Staggering, um, and then you know you have some moms that have you know <clears throat> lots of kids, and then trying to orchestrate that plus a a husband that uh, sometimes doesn't plan the best, and sometimes <laughs> you know adds to the schedule, and sometimes has these crazy ideas, and um, so I'm just I'm grateful for uh, Macy's. Uh, consistency and her willingness to continue to love and support our family. Um, and, and that kind of dovetails into for the church. I'm kind of like Brian said, I'm so grateful for, uh, yes, the love, but also the support that the church, uh, gives to us. Um, and that we get to not just be employees of the church, but members as well. And that is rare to find. And, um, I'm so grateful for so many of you who encourage us, who uh, do so many little things that we can't even add up that make us feel loved and appreciated. Um, And I guess flowing out of that, just the way the church has been so generous this year. This year has been a year where there's been so many needs. Um, Mm -hmm. It just feels like, as I think back, every month there's like several things that have popped up where someone needed money or someone needed support. And each time I think, I don't know. We've already asked for a lot of help. Like, yeah. I don't know. We've already, you know, we've already asked for donations. We've already asked for help. And each time the church has just shown up and been incredibly generous. So I'm grateful for, for all of you. Mm-hmm. All right. Final question. This one gets a little weird because why not? Uh, so we know Thanksgiving is about food. I love the food of Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm a comfort food kind of person. Uh, so first, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? All right. So that one's simple. But then if you could pick one Thanksgiving dish or dessert, that represents how this past year has gone for you, what would it be and why? I know all these abstract questions for my literal thinkers here. I have one. You got one? Which he told us is a header. I would be like frozen. (laughs) But I was thinking about it the whole time. Uh, And I'm going to pick the same food for both questions. Oh, okay. But I have a reason. Nice. Uh, It's really good noodles. 
I don't noodles. have noodles hardly any time of the year. All like right. homemade noodles? Homemade noodles. Okay. My great grandma, I mean, I helped her make them. Okay. You had to cut them with a knife. They We're talking long noodles? Long noodles. You cut them all the way across the table. Okay. You know, with a paring knife. Okay. <laughs> Just all the uh, And cut them because no, like, no machine could cut them the width that she wanted. Mm. So you had to do it manually. And I still think about that. And people in our family try to mimic that, you know. Okay. But I think about how one week to the next this year has been like, sometimes I can take it and sometimes like, I can, this is like an awful year for, you know, sometimes you felt like that. And I think about noodles and like, I often come to a dinner, I'm like, okay, are these going to be like great noodles or <laughs> it be really disappointing because I'm kind of picky uh -huh. and the whole year has just been kind of like that. What's going to happen this week? What's going to happen next? But in the midst of it, some awesome things have happened so you can take some, some awesome you can find some awesome noodles. yeah right well that was part of your gratitude was right. you're thankful for that because you've learned so much through yeah that. and it helps well i just was talking to somebody the other day and saying it really helps me empathize with people who say i've had a bad year and you know things keep breaking down they don't have money to fix it and all that and we hear that as ministers like we mm -hmm. we meet people all the time in tough spots and um Having a little bit of that in my life this year has been like, okay, I realize the amount of stress that puts people under yeah. and how their attitude may not be the best and they yeah. may snip at us or pick on things just because of what they're going through in life. Yeah. Noodles. I like it. I like it a lot. Do you need to think more? Because I can go if you want me. I always, yeah. Well... Mine's going to make no sense. Okay, we love it. My he said noodles. My favorite <laughs> food of all time okay. is mashed potatoes. Mm. Like, if I'm having a bad day, it's yeah. mashed potatoes can fix any. Fills in the cracks of the Yes, it does. But, my, but I eat mashed potatoes year-round. It's okay. not like I sure. save them for Thanksgiving. Sure, sure. Because that would be a crime. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have this wild rice dressing, mm. stuffing, dressing that I make at Thanksgiving time that I really love. Mm. But it has a little bit of a lot of things. It's got wild rice and brown rice and mm -hmm. mushrooms and bacon and almonds and, I mean, just all the things. Yeah. And I I like it, and it makes a great um, soup with leftover gravy and a little mm. leftover turkey. Mm. But um, I, I feel like that is my year because sometimes it's like, this is the plan, and then it's like, well, let's just toss a handful of almonds in there. And, okay, and then this is this is where we're gonna stop it, and then it's like, well, we're gonna toss a little bit of that in there. But yeah, it ends up being pretty tasty. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. it's pretty good. Um, I it's hard for me to pick just one thing that I love, um, but I'm gonna do what you did, Brian. I'm gonna pick the same thing. I just turkey is just when it's cooked well and it's it's waiting for you and it took like a long time to repair and you get there, Smell. everything else is there and I want all the other stuff too. Mashed potatoes is a close second uh, with the gravy, but if you don't have that turkey, it just feels like you're missing something. Um, and the, the, the food that would represent the year is <clears throat> the leftover turkey for dinner that you make the turkey sandwich out of. Mm -hmm. That would be the year. Because kind of like you, like there are things that you're like, I just want to put this away and not think about it. But then you, when you come back to it and you look over it and you say, this is actually really good. And yeah. I'm really glad 
that I've gone through this or I'm really glad that I've experienced this because it's still good, even though I just wanted to, you know, put it away. Because after I eat that first round, I'm like <laughs> disgusted with myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've gorged too much on this. But then you come back around and you're like, this is still pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, thank you guys for answering. And those might be three questions that you want to ask uh, people that you're around or maybe around the dinner table. Uh, what are your favorite traditions and are there any we want to add? Um, what's something you're grateful for this year? What's something about the church you're grateful for? And then uh, what's your favorite food? And if you could describe how your year has gone using uh, some food, what would that be and, and, and why? All right, let me finish with a blessing. This book is a book by uh, the writer and author. That's the same thing. Mm -hmm. He's a writer and an author. <laughs> He's when, you, when you write stuff, you're the author of stuff. Happy I'm Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, the author, Max Lucado, called The Great House of God. And um, he talks about a bunch of different stuff, things that we can look forward to, but he has a chapter called The Kitchen, and I thought it was appropriate for Thanksgiving. And here's, I want to read a, a segment of it. Um, where did I want to start? Here we go. He said this, God is not a mountain guru, only involved in the mystical and the spiritual. The same hand that guides your soul gives food to your body. The one who clothes you in goodness is the same one who clothes you in cloth. In the school of life, God is both the teacher and the cook. He provides fire for your heart and food for the stomach. Your eternal salvation and your evening meal comes from the same hand. I like that. There is a kitchen in God's great house. So let us journey downstairs and enjoy its warmth. And he was drawing this from the idea of give us this day our daily bread. Do we saunter into the presence of God like I walk into the kitchen Thanksgiving day and start picking on the, the food? Olives. Oh, oh, olives. olives. Oh, you and Piper. I oh. So he says, view God that way as not just this, you know, spiritual advisor who guards our soul, although he guards our soul. He is also uh, uh, in the kitchen waiting for us to come to him daily for our needs. And so he says there's two rules in the kitchen of God. There's two rules uh, in God's kitchen. Uh, number one, don't be shy, ask. Um, God knows what we need and he is generous and uh, cares for us. And just like your mom who might slap your hand and then give you a little piece, you know, <laughs> God is is generous and um in his kingdom, he, he cares for our needs. And then the second, uh, well, he, he draws that from Psalm 37. Trust in the Lord and do good. Live in the land and feed on truth. Enjoy serving the Lord and he will give you what you want. Depend on the Lord and trust in him and he will take care of you. So uh, don't be shy, ask. And then the second rule is trust the cook. And I like this one. Um, Perhaps the most difference, uh, he says, perhaps the most important difference between a kitchen and a restaurant is the menu. A kitchen does not have a menu. God's kitchen doesn't need one. Things might be different uh, but in, in your house, but in the house of God, the one who provides the food is also the one who prepares the meal. Don't swagger into his presence and demand delicacies. 
Nor do we sit outside the door and hope for crumbs. We simply must take our place at the table and gladly trust in him to give us this day our daily bread. So don't be shy, ask God for him to meet your needs, but also then remember uh, that he is the cook and we trust in what he gives us. So with that in mind, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Enjoy it, and may you remember that God has given us all that we need, and we can show our gratitude to Him. And we'll have a second helping of potatoes. Please do. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. God bless you all. We love you, and uh, we're so grateful for each and every one of you. We'll see you here next week on the Ripple Effect Podcast. Bye.